everybody, it's Thursday, 28th of September, and welcome to another dimension, new galaxy, in the intergalactic planetary podcast that is Talking Games 162. Nah, no, it's not. It's 165. It's 165. <laughs> if you're watching the stream, that'll make sense. If not, then just roll with it. Anyway, I'm Hugh Perry. Today I'm here with... Kelsey Lavati. What's up, what's up? Oh, gangster. And Sam Suvak. Hello, everybody. And that's it. Like, predominantly female podcasts. Nice. I mean, you guys really need to watch out. Because, I mean, first we got rid of Justin and Bobby. Now Matt's gone. Next week, Hugh, you are out of here. It's just going to be just the ladies. Who run the world? (laughs) Who run this motherfucker? Well, you know. That's fine. I, sp- I spend most of my days on a, in work on a team predominantly made up of women, so I'm kind of like an auxiliary woman most of the time anyway, so I'm, I'm comfortable <laughs> with that. I'm, I'm happy to hand over the reins to the ladies. It's all good. So, yeah, this week uh, we're going to be answering a good old chunk of listener questions. Um one of which Kelsey is demanding that we are not answering, but I assure you, Kelsey, we are answering <laughs> it. Uh, you know, somebody tweeted us back. I put up the call for the question. Somebody tweeted us back with a question, and I'm I'm duty-bound to go through and make sure that their query is addressed. It's true. I mean, he's just being responsible. I am. I'm, I'm just being <laughs> a good host. I got to, you know, I got to think of the public that we serve as a, like, as a team uh, okay. also I get it's it. quite funny i get it I, f- I feel there's a certain amount of philis- you know philosophical weight behind that question so i i think we, it'll be a it'll be a good dive into the mind of kelsey lavati i think it, it, more into the mind of my friends yeah well don't don't try and act like you're normal please <laughs> and i don't say that as as if I am, I, I will. I'll hold my hands up here because I'm I'm a bit crazy myself. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do some listener questions. Um, but as usual, we will start with our lightning rounds. Um, and I think I will go first this week for a change. Let me. I mean, it's my... ladies first, but whatever, Hugh. I mean, that's why you're gonna be gone next week. <laughs> well, shut up. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't make me laugh i'm gonna chuckle for my three minutes <laughs> all right okay here we go three minutes on the clock and go so um i was gonna what i was gonna say about destiny 2 up until yesterday um was completely different to how i'm gonna speak about it because i was kind of like i hit a bit of a wall with the game um, like I was finding it a bit of a struggle to like jump into it and sort of play it for any length of time without thinking to myself, I'm a bit, you know, struggling to find sort of like stuff to do and keep myself entertained with the game. Um, and then last night I, I got home and I was playing and, um, Sam jumped on with me and we played together for a lot longer than I should have considering I was up at half past five yesterday morning and played that, until that doesn't mean anything that doesn't mean anything for you I was, you, n- you never yeah. sleep so 
that, that's true that's true there is that um but yeah had a really good time playing it and then today i picked it back up and sort of i feel a bit like reinvigorated so thank you for that sam anytime I'll well always... anytime when the time zones work out that's... yeah or when i'm up ridiculously yeah. late um and secondly i'm going to talk about a game that i was kind of holding off on until adam from our community started raving about it um come out on pc a game called divinity original sin 2 um i didn't play the first one so i wasn't really sure about it but i read some reviews and they were like glowing like a lot of people saying that this is one of the best rpgs ever made um and adam was like effusive in his praise for it so i thought screw it i'll take the plunge and i yeah, so far i'm i'm enjoying it um it's daunting because it's um not one of those games that holds your hand it just throws you in and it's like not going to tell you what to, to do not going to tell you how to do it just get in there explore um and figure it out for yourself um and so far it's like really like nice looking world it's kind of like um like an isometric like three-quarter view um tons of sort of like life in the world loads of different characters to speak to and there's really cool power where um when you set your character up at the start you can speak to animals so i'm having great fun walking around talking to dogs at the moment and at the moment i'm trying to find this poor dog's like partner who went missing and i can't find find her so i'm it's really upsetting me at the moment um so it's upsetting me just hearing about it my yeah i don't i think to be honest i think i'll have completed the game once i find this dog's partner um if there's any more of the game after that then fine i'll, I'll give it a go but i think it should be called divinity find find the dog find the doggy and save the world um but yeah i'm having really good fun with it if you've got a pc and you're into rpgs i think this game may well be your bag so that is me for my lightning round um let's go i'm interested to see what sam's got to say about her game so sam are you ready to go um no i'm not um so we have we have a question on there about fortnite battle royale are we gonna mm -hmm. do that and then i can talk about it then and not have it in my lightning round um we can, but so far I think you're the only one out of us who's played it. I've got it. Well, you um, slackers need to get on it. Well, you that's know. all I've got to say. You should have recommended we played it last night, Sam. Is it and scary? we would have. So I was gonna play it, but then you were playing Destiny, and I'm like, well, Destiny with Hugh takes priority, so I was gonna do whatever you wanted to do. Okay, um, that's fine. Well, so once, um, okay, well, yeah, we'll we'll definitely keep it there, and once we a few more of us have played it and we've got more of an opinion then we'll give it hit give it its due when is it got... is it scary no. no no not at all no it's like a PUBG, but like um more cartoony characters yes so. with an element of like you can kind of say you're like getting attacked um because like the the base fortnite game is um like a fort building um like tower defense um horde mode type thing and they added in um it just went free to play for everybody yesterday i think mm -hmm. yep. um 
So it's basically player unknowns battlegrounds spliced with the sort of base building elements of Fortnite. So say if you're getting attacked and someone's sort of like west of you, you can spin around and you can just throw a wall up in the way. Um I never even thought that you could do that, Hugh. I was watching I, You've just like changed my world right now. I was watching well to be fair, the level of gameplay I was watching was probably far well not probably definitely as far above anything I can do because I was watching Shroud play it earlier on on Steam. And um he was basically if he was getting attacked, he was throwing up three walls and then putting stairs in the middle of them. And he basically made himself this walled off little ramp. So he was just like <laughs> walking up the ramp, popping up, shooting people, going back down. So he kind of like had his own like custom built like a little ridge to fire from. Um, That's really cool. So, yeah, I mean, he was actually saying that um, this game's got a lot more to um, consider when you get into fights than um, PUBG. Because PUBG's sort of like... When you get shot at, um, he was saying, it's like, where am I getting shot from? What angle do I need the cover to be um, when I when I find it? He said, whereas this game is sort of like, where am I getting shot from? Where is there cover? No. Can I build cover? What? element like what elements do the does the cover need to take do i need to build walls do i need to build stairs or so on and so forth so he said there's just like from a pure sort of like reactionary um gamer's point of view when when you're playing it that he said it's a bit more um complex like pubg is very for advanced gamers like him pubg is a fairly simple game it's sort of like i'm getting shot from there i'll deal with this in from this angle type thing so he he was actually like when he was playing it i think he might actually still be um he was saying it's surprisingly like complex so i'm actually looking forward to giving it a go it looks a lot better than i was expecting it to so but yeah once we um once more of us have got have played it and we can have a proper like a few of us um discussing it we'll definitely go for it so okay um, well it's a lot of fun so everybody should start playing it that's all yes. i gotta say it is cool and it's free so yes that's the best nothing to lose so okay well we'll remove that from your lightning round then sam but okay. are you ready to talk about everything else yes i think so good i don't okay. know we'll see well whatever you've got three minutes on the clock and it's sink or swim now Speaking of sink or swim, I played Depth this weekend. It was a free trial on Steam, and this is pretty much, it's like a Friday the 13th or Dead by Daylight, uh, but it's sharks. You are a treasure hunter, you're scuba diving, and you have to fight off sharks. So there are four players that are the scuba team, and then two players that are sharks. And like when you die, you can like cash in your treasure to buy new weapons or upgrade weapons. And I mean, it's just... It's a lot of fun. Uh, I ended up actually buying the game because I had such a good time with it. Um, but yeah, you should you should definitely check that one out. And then um, 
Pokin on Switch is having a free demo, so I went ahead and got that. I've never played a Pokemon game before, um, and again, I, I'm not big on fighting games, but this one was a lot of fun. So the demo gives you 15 free battles, and you've got three characters to start with. You've got Pikachu, uh, Charizard, and Empoleon which Charizard was my favorite because he's a dragon. Um, but then I played I played all of them, and they were all fun. Um, Empoleon was just like, he seemed really overpowered to me because I was just killing it with him, and I don't even know how. Um, but it's a lot of fun. You've got fun special abilities, and it's not too hard, for me at least. Um, so I definitely recommend trying that out while it's got the, the free demo out. And then... Also this weekend, I got a VR headset, so I was very excited to try that out. It came with a little demo disc, so I got to try Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, and pretty much as soon as I started that one, I was just like, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I wanted VR to be, and I had a blast on it. It was just the demo, but I had so much fun. Um, I, it made me scream out loud at least twice, so that's the mark of a really good horror game right there. Um, so yeah, that was a ton of fun. I can't wait to buy the full game, which I was kind of waiting. I had this little hope that maybe um, one of the PS Plus games would be uh, that, since we had a, a VR game last month, but uh, they were announced today, and it is not that one. So I'll go ahead and buy that. Um, I also played Thumper, which was, it was a lot of fun. Um, it'd, be, it'd be a good one, like, if you were on drugs, I think. So lots of lights and flashing and, and good music. Um, and then I was like, hey, let's, let's get a little crazy. Let's, let's try this drive club. And that did not go well. That one, I was doing just fine up until that. And then I only played it for a couple minutes. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm getting really sick now. I need to stop. So uh, I found my limit. I think what works really well for me is just like, like until dawn, like you're in this little like roller coaster cart. So it's moving you along and you just get to turn your head to look around and see things. And that works really well when you're actually like, moving something yourself, I think that's where I'm kind of running into trouble. So, but Hugh gave me the wonderful tip that I should be chewing gum while I'm using the headset. And so I'm going to try that and see uh, how that works out for me. So, yep. Yeah, it's strange because I, when I got my VR headset, I bought um, rigs with it. And that is like first person, um, and it's not on rails movement. It's and it's not sort of like say like um, Batman VR, which I highly recommend by the way, Sam. Okay. Um, is sort of you warp from spot to spot, so you you stood stationary. So you look somewhere, and it's like move to here, and you basically just jump to that position. So you, there's not constant sort of movement. Whereas rigs is exactly that, and you're running around in these um, mechs, and it's very fast-paced. And I lasted maybe ten minutes playing that, and I was just like, "Oh, I can't! I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw my guts up." Um, and my friend Richard was um, saying to me, "He was like, have you tried chewing gum?" Because um, his, he was saying his wife suffers with travel sickness, and she gets surrounded by chewing gum while while she's in a car i was like no i just you know i didn't even know that was a thing so i tried it the next time i played it um and i managed to play for i think it was about the best part of an hour 
um, before I and I, I basically like called it quits as soon as I started feeling a bit not too yeah. good. Um, but it works, and I th- I think they recommend that you you shouldn't play VR games for prolonged periods anyway. I think yeah. they recommend sort of like thirty to forty five minutes um, at the most. Um, but yeah. I'll be interested to see what you think of other games. But yeah, I do recommend getting the PlayStation Move controllers as well, but it's a bit of a extra added cost. It's, but it's for something like Batman VR, it's really good fun because your each Move controller, which is in your hands, is one of Batman's hands. So when you're playing it, you can physically look down at your waist move the move controller down to your your waist and you can pick stuff up off your like utility belt so like your grappling gun um your batarangs and stuff like that and you can physically hold the batarangs you hold down the button and you you do a throw movement and let the button go and you throw the batarangs and there's like challenges and there's like little collectibles in the game that you, you can get so that's quite fun but like i said they're not they're not cheap i mean maybe you could pick up some that are used yeah. or something like that for a reasonable price but yeah cool. i'm i'm um i'd be interested we'll have to maybe see if we can find some two-player games to play because i've kind of like yeah. my vr headset is sat down by the side of me and i've <laughs> not touched it for ages because i just kind of didn't really have many games yeah. that were interesting me anymore so cool that will be um that'll be our mission we'll have to find some games we can play together yeah sounds good Right, Kelsey, you good to go? There was a big smile. That's what I'm I like guessing. That was a yes. Um, yeah, a I'm, smile means yes on I'm audio. Hoping. Otherwise, these three minutes are going to be difficult. And <laughs> go. Um, so I haven't been playing uh, much this past week just because I've been bombarded with uh, school. Um, I've been playing a lot of Metroid: Samus Returns. Uh really enjoying it. In the beginning, I found the mechanics to be uh, a bit difficult, and it took some time to get used to, like, remembering to switch to rockets and stuff like that, and the way to do it. So I was finding some trouble in that. Um, but otherwise, now that I've gotten more into it, I'm really enjoying it, and I'm, I'll be, like, finishing up my review, so I'll have more, like, in-depth thoughts, but overall, generally, um, I really like the game. I'm really in- enjoying it um i would say it's if you like um like a standard platformer game that nintendo uh tends to push out i think this is one of their best um so i would suggest if you like that if you like metroid you'll probably um like this this game a lot i think it's really good um yeah, I don't know. I, I'm really like happy that I'm not disappointed about it. Um, it's it's really good. I'm really yeah, impressed with it. I I, w- I was worried that I was gonna be like disappointed, like because in my head, like I was building it up. I'm like, oh my god, I'm not trying on the 3ds. Could it get any better? And I I was worried it was gonna suck, but I am genuinely impressed with it. And I've also been playing Night in the Woods. I, I think I spoke about it um, before I went on vacation. Um, I haven't played much since then, but I'm still really enjoying this game. I, I love uh, the character me. I, I really enjoy how complex she is. And I think um, it's a really cute game. 
Um, and I know that there's aspects of the story that are worth discovering and I'm excited to, like, it's really bothering me that I've been pushing it aside for a long, like I got the switch and now Metroid. So, uh, like, I feel kind of bad that I haven't gone back to it. And I know that there's a part of the story and like, I see inklings of it, um, through talking with her neighbors every day, like every day when you leave your house, you could talk to them. You have a pretty different um conversation every day and, and things start to slip and so I'm excited to like piece everything together um and other than that like just splatoon between procrastination uh, is what I've been doing and that's it I've just been bombarded with homework <laughs> the, I don't I don't envy you at all there I quite like I quite like my uh, existence where I finish work, come home, and I can just switch on my PC uh, <laughs> or one of my consoles and just be like, uh, and just yes. switch my brain off. Like and... no homework is the best. <laughs> I don't. I like. I like reading. I do really like reading. It's like another pastime that I enjoy. But I find like when I'm forced, I'm, I I I can't. Like right now, reading Midsummer Night's Dream and. <laughs> And even though it's a fun play, I'm just not having any fun. <laughs> yeah, I said my my fiance was the same. I mean, she loves reading, but she when she was in medical school because she just had to do so much reading of just like textbooks and so on and so forth. I th I think she just got by when when she finished medical school, and um, it came a point where she did have a little bit of time to read for leisure she was just like i can't be fucking bothered so she's, well, <laughs> she's only she's only just got back into reading again and this is like she's just started a second year after like out of school as well so like i had to read lord of the rings uh these past two weeks and i like just there's i was reading and i'm like you know what there's some parts of this book that can can leave they don't need to be here. It's such yeah. a long book to get it's, through. It's, it's ridiculous. Hard to read like through all of that. The the like the whole thing with like I I I love the chapter, but when you think he was just like this is superfluous to the story. Like the whole bit with Tom Bombadil, I'm just like, why is this here? It's fun. Why four ch four four chapters with tom why it's four <laughs> chapters oh jesus okay well he didn't make it into the movie so they had to make sure he had a big no. role in the book i mean basically ahead of time how it's that just was about short people and the giant who sings getting fucking baked and singing that's basically what what those those chapters are about but the story doesn't really go anywhere um so that kind we can kind of segue off that into who was it who put this new story on the on the dock about the Me. company it's, it's the person Me. who asked you homework and would like to not uh, have books okay well <laughs> um do you want to take the lead on this one kelsey yeah well i sort of just wanted to uh open up a dis uh, discussion because um i found this article on kotaku and it's a texas ceo named uh, andre thomas and his company trisium where they have been um, making games to help, like their principal goal is to replace textbooks essentially with video games. And they've been test testing them on um, the Department of Visualization at Texas AM. And it's interesting because 
the aspects that they were bringing up, they were saying how like pilots need to do like simulators um, to be able to fly, like to know how to fly a plane or to be comfortable enough to fly a plane. And so they've been creating games where um, like they made one called, um, it's a calculus game, it's called Variant Limits. Uh, and it, <laughs> like, even though I personally don't like math, like, I think it's, it's really cute. And so I wanted to ask a question, whether or not textbooks replacing video games is a good idea. Reverse that video games replacing textbooks. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was I on a roll. I want textbooks to <laughs> yeah. replace video games. Okay, well, Please, Lord, no. We know Sam, obviously um subconsciously kelsey obviously subconsciously <laughs> loves her textbooks even though she just <laughs> ragged on them for five minutes before we started this conversation um yeah i said i honestly like i guess it depends what it is uh, like i think um like i'm with you in the um i hate maths camp kelsey um but i do think if there were games that um like had like maths elements to them when i was in school maybe i would have like been able to get my head around that a bit better like i think with education one thing is um i do i i've ever since i came out of school i've always thought that sort of the whole thing with just read this, write some essays, do some homework, do an exam. If you pass that exam, you're good. If you fail that exam, it's bad. Is a little bit sort of... That's a very subjective way for people to learn. Like, that doesn't work for everybody. Um, and I do think that I very much sort of learn by doing. Like, if somebody says something to me, like gives me some information verbally or I read it off a page, you're fucked because 10 minutes later I'll forget it. Um, and if you ask me, what was this I said to you 10 minutes ago? I'll go, I don't know. I don't remember. But like being f like physically involved with something, I think as an educational tool um, for certain things, I, I do think video games could, could well be, like for some people could well make their education and what they're learning stick in their head a lot better so sam what how do you feel about this yeah i mean i think it's it's a great idea i remember when i was in elementary school um we had a computer lab and so we would we learned something called like logo which was like an early programming thing and you just like i remember making you had a little turtle for a cursor and like you would program it to like make different shapes and do things oh um, my god did you have logo? Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you, the turtle cursor. You just opened yeah. up. You opened up like a memory. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we had that, and like we had games like there's something called number munchers, which I looked it up again last night after I saw this article. I'm like, that was a thing, right? And it's like you have this little guy, and like like say you you have to pick like multiples of eight and so you have to go find all the numbers that are multiples of eight and like eat them before like a monster comes and eats you so like different stuff like that i mean it really does make learning more fun so i mean i'm i'm all about it if they made like a 
something kind of like a telltale game that was like based on like actual history and like you'd have to like make the right answer to progress along the game like that would be a lot of fun and I think people would be more engaged and want to learn more so I mean I think it's a pretty neat idea yeah and judging from the article it's it's being done by a guy who like this is a former like big wig yeah I I forgot to mention that yeah he worked for EA yeah so I mean this is a guy who has like a lot of experience in the industry so if you know he's pretty well placed to at least get the the video game side of it um right so yeah as you think you know nowadays it's it's good to try new things and if it helps people who aren't like uh, academically when i was a kid i just wasn't particularly motivated like now i enjoy learning things but when i'm 15 I, all I wanted to do was play video games, play sports, and look at girls and giggle about girls. Um, because so pretty too... much just like today. Yeah, basically. But now there's like one girl who decided she wanted to be with me for for the rest of her life, which is really weird. Aww. Bless her. Um, so yeah, I do. I, I. If I went to school now and they were like, play this game, it'll teach you some maths, I'd be like, okay, cool, I'll, I'll play it. I, but I do think it would um, help just because, like, in terms of what children enjoy um, with their with their fun, I guess they could say it's more technology-based, um, and they don't enjoy, like, physical um, toys as much anymore. Like, they're able to to establish that it's sort of dated um, in, in their head and they understand like program programs and um, apps and stuff like that more than we do even at our age. Children understand them more and are able to pick up on cues faster. Um, like I mentioned that I don't like math now, but when I was in elementary school, I played Disney's Math Quest with Aladdin <laughs> and it was one of my favorite games and it taught me um, – a lot and I played through the entire game because I wanted to see how the game ended and so I think in terms of like education um, by taking that interest that children have in technology and iPads and games and stuff like that um, that they see their parents on their phones and they also want to be on their phone and like reading or whatever um, using a story base will keep kids interesting because even when you do a job uh training and you're you're you are playing like a quiz um but it's boring it's it's not fun and and i think integrating like a story aspect um to keep people motivated to get to the end i guess you could say um is is an easier way of keeping people engaged and wanting to um pass levels and advancing and learning i guess you could say yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, like you, you know, kids these days are like my fiance's nieces was using an iPad like when she was like three, um, and you know they could even do things like it when they like these games could be could be their homework, especially for young for younger kids. Exactly. Um, like I look at how much um, and maybe like, make them enjoy homework. Yes, but mm-hmm. no, I look no at how then. much work, um, like you guys call them kindergartners, we call them primary school kids. 
like kids before high school age the amount of homework those kids have got to do these days scares me like i didn't have homework when i was a, like i didn't have homework to take home with me until i was in high school um so i just think like you say kelsey with how kids are these days um making it fun for them and less stressful um to have like all this pressure to do these things at home um would be a cool idea and and you could even like if the programs are, are written and they make sure that the tablet or whatever it is is connected online when they're playing these games they could upload like their scores and so on and so forth directly to the school and they can just monitor the kids and the kids might not even know they're being monitored it would you know well, that's uh, a... they they have the parents have to know. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, obviously, yeah, okay. Hugh wants to be Big Brother. I, I mean, an eye on everybody. As in, like, the, the kids, obviously, there's the permission from the parents that was implicit in what I was saying. I understand that. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> um, right. Okay. Let's, let's kick off with this listener question. Um, this is from Kate, who is at Kate is a geek on twitter she says good afternoon folks um or morning or evening or if i didn't see you good night um she didn't write that i'm just like filling in the blanks because you know you might be listening to this at a different time of day my question for this evening's podcast um what drew each of you to the talking comics slash games community i know bobby has been the lead for this amazing community and thank you for building such a wonderful place for people to share their interests. My first introduction to this community was through Talking Comics, but I quickly started listening and following other programming. Thank you again for the years of podcasting and community building. Um, Sam, why don't you start us off on this one? <clears throat> okay, so... Uh, a few years ago, I guess maybe it's four or five years now. I don't know. Uh, I started getting into comic books. Uh, I've never really read any before. Um, and I'm pretty sure um, I I read Sunstone and I followed Stephen Sage on social media. And he had posted about like a podcast. It was, um, I think it was like a bit bitch team alpha they used to have a podcast and so i listened to that and i was like this is pretty cool i'd never listened to podcasts before and i had it in my mind that i really just didn't like them i'm like i don't want to listen to people talk that's horrible um but i liked that one and so i was like hey let me let me see if there's more comic book podcasts out there and so i just like did a Google search and talking comics was one of the ones that came up and I started listening to it. And it was one that just really hooked me in. I really liked uh, all the people on it and it was just a real engaging show. And I mean, I was hooked from then. Uh, I started listening to um, talking movies and then I mean, it was much later when adventure came along and then I didn't, I didn't move over to talking games uh, until Bobby made the switch. And that's when I started listening to talking games and changed the way that I play games and actually became like much, much more of a gamer. I had to buy my PS4 and just, it's been all downhill since then. But, uh, but yeah, it was the comics that brought me in as well. So. Cool. Kelsey. Uh, mine's pretty similar actually. So the, uh, video game website that's based in Montreal, girls on games, uh, they also had a podcast and they would, um, 
like announce it on the rock radio station here in Montreal show 97.7 and so one day I just decided I'm like oh you know what I'll listen to them today like I was bored at work I never even heard of a podcast before like I had no idea what it was I'm like oh it's on my phone wow how funny Um, (laughs) so I went to go download it and then I listened to it and so I was like oh like this is really cool I want to listen to like more um geeky podcasts led by women so I had googled it and and the misfits came up which was uh the talking one of the members of the one of the podcasts from the talking comics it was led by uh, Stephanie Cook and so I listened to that and then at the end when she was saying um you know we're part of a whole gang talking comics talking games whatever I was like oh my gosh like wow so then I subscribed to talking comics and then talk, talking games and then eventually I, um, I had joined up on Girls on Games and that gave me the confidence because I was um, speaking on their podcast a lot. And so I started getting used to um, talking on the internet and being less nervous. And so when Talking Games was um, saying like, oh, it's our 100th episode, like you can call in. I I was like, okay, you know, I've done this before. I could do this. I could talk. <laughs> and so I did. And then um and then I was asked to come on. So that's that's my story. Oh, and I wrote a little bit for the Talking Comics website. Uh but yeah, that's my story. <laughs> yeah. I remember I remember you calling in on the hundredth. Like when when Bobby said you were joining the show, I was like, Why well, I don't know I didn't know that name. Why do I know that person? And then he was, Bobby was like, yeah, she called in before. And I was just like, holy crap. I was like, she seemed quite cool. Um, <laughs> I hope I, I lived up to um, the secret conversation. but um, You're still under evaluation. But, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so joking. I'm, I'm joking, Kelsey. Yet another reason why Hugh is out of here next week. <laughs> uh, I'm sure most people will be glad of that. Don't worry. Actually, I probably will be because I think Bobby will be back next week. So I'll be uh, I'll be ousted from my uh, temporary role. Um, yeah. So my I guess my involvement ish is kind of similar. Um, like basically, I would. I made the switch from having a BlackBerry to an iPhone and I had the podcast app. Don't laugh. <laughs> I did Fucking the same. snob. I did the same. <laughs> Jesus. Sounds like, ha, 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 a BlackBerry. <laughs> when one has always had a touchscreen phone as opposed to one of those weird rollerballs that always stick and get gunky. I used to have a flip gunky. phone. I had one of those car phones that you had to like plug into the car and it was like the size of a regular house phone. Uh, like Gordon yeah. Gecko. <laughs> um, anyway, God, Sam. Jeez. Um... So I was like, oh, cool, this thing's got a podcast app on it. And I, I never really listened to any podcasts. And I'd, um, I was kind of like, I was into comics and I was just sort of getting to the point where I was like, every month I was spending like big money on comics every month. I was spending probably like the best part, like 100 quid a month on comics. Good God, man. Yes. Um, and I was like... I. You know, I want to try a podcast and like comics are my my thing right now. So I just went onto the po- the podcast app 
typed in comics and talking comics came up and they were only I'd listened to a couple and I didn't like them and eventually I found talking comics and I was I think they were I think the first episode I listened to was the first episode Bob came on to so I think it was like four maybe five episodes in and I was like oh these these guys seem pretty cool so I started listening to them every week and then eventually sort of um it was I think it wasn't long after I um, got onto Twitter as well, so I started like interacting with them. Um, I just like started speaking to Steve quite a bit and Steph and then Bobby and um, and it just went from there and we became like pretty good friends from it. Um, and then eventually, um, it got to the point where they were asking for writers for the website. And they hadn't long lost um, the guy who was writing news at the time. And Steph texted me just saying, apply to write for the for the website. I was like, eh, I'm not sure. I, I, <laughs> I don't like I I my writing isn't very good. It's you know, it's a bit shit. I'm not I don't want people to see it. She was like, no, seriously, just apply. She was like, send us a sample. And, you know, she was like, I'll be honest, if I don't think it was good enough, we'll maybe help you out and get you a point where you can go from there so i was like okay so she sent me like a link to some new things and i wrote some stuff up and she was like she sent me back she was like oh, actually pretty good you know needs a bit of tweaking blah blah blah, blah. so i started writing news for talking comics um so not long after them was the first time i went over to new york um stayed with rob um former talking games co-host um for 10 days met everybody um and then yeah it just went from there like this is basically like it's gone from being sort of like a thing that i found because of something i love to being like like the talking games community and the talking commerce community is like a massive part of my life like now the the amount of good friends i've made through this thing um is ridiculous um, and it'll take me way too long to name them all. Um, they know who they are. Um, <laughs> and like, yeah, it's, it's, it is an amazing thing. And it's just like this sort of, it's now like this self perpetuating beast that just sort of like, and, and it's still like bringing new people in and, um, like our, our destiny clan sums it up. Like we've got 27 people in our destiny clan. And we're just like, every time I'm playing now, I'm just seeing like XP just like popping up on the side of the screen all the time. And it's just like, it's amazing. And it's like everybody who I interact with through this thing is awesome. So it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's just purely by me typing comics into my iPhone podcast app that I am now sat here doing this Um and I'm sure Bobby regrets every second of it. <laughs> um, right. Okay. So let's have a look. There was another one I like the look of. Um, let's do this one. Hush315 says, are there any games that have frustrated you to the point where you would actually burn them or... If you could have fire-based superpowers to any character in a video game that doesn't already have them, who would it be? So I'm guessing you're a bit of a pyromaniac, dude. 
um, I'll send you a private message in our Discord chat, and we'll um, we'll have a chat about this. I think. Um, I think games that have frustrated me to the point where I want to burn them. I think mine will be probably For Honor. Um, I played. Yeah, come at me, Cody. Um, <laughs> he he probably will be annoyed that I say this, but I think in terms of. I played the beta for that game and I really enjoyed it. Um, it's not usually my type of thing because it's a fighting game. Uh, if you you know want to put it in a simple way, and it was fun. Um, so I I ordered it, and after a few weeks, it got to the point where it was there was a couple of characters that were so fast and so broken that everybody played them and just kept spamming certain moves and it would just be like every match ended up with just everybody playing this certain class of character and just stabbing at you constantly with this one move and it was just it just drove me crazy so I think I went from being excited about that game to fed up of it within a week um, and from what I can tell, I don't think they've done a particularly good job of like supporting that game since then. Like I saw a few weeks ago where some guy actually won $10,000 at a tournament um, by using one of these like character exploits. Um, and like developers were like, oh, we're pissed off about this. And like everybody was like, well, you haven't fixed that exploit, so that's you know your own fault really so i think into in recent memory anyway in terms of games that frustrates me that is definitely the uh the big one for me in terms of fire-based superpowers to any character in a video game let's just say diva because putting more powers on diva would be cool because she's she's badass just make her more, more badass she's got rockets give her flames as well so yeah kelsey do you have any games that have driven you crazy? Uh, it's more like I think games drive me crazy and then I just don't finish them. But I, it's not that I don't want to burn them. I'm just lazy. Uh, <laughs> um, there is one game that like to this day I am still very angry about. It was in the early 2000s on the Xbox... It was a Dragon Ball Z game. I don't really remember which one. It was one of one of the ones that came out then, okay? It was a fighting game. And it's not because the game itself was frustrating. It was because I didn't know how to play video games. And my cousin who owned the game was obviously 20 times better than me and knew all the cheats mm-hmm. and used to de- destroy me. And so if I could go back in time and burn that game for uh, eight-year-old me, I would. 100%. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the type of thing that it's playing a video game with a friend where they're that much better than you, but they do it by like nefarious means. That is one thing that like <laughs> can just make your blood boil. Um, do you have anything that I can't imagine you getting angry, Sam? Like, I feel like you would probably more have a stern word with a game that annoyed you. <laughs> well, if if you're familiar with my Lady's Choice video on the crew, 
I think you would know that <laughs> burning the game was like the least of the things I wanted to do to that <laughs> disc. I was so angry at it. Um, but yeah, that's that was definitely one that I would destroy by any means possible. Um, yeah. Uh, as far as fire-based superpowers, I was thinking, like, PUBG would be fun to just be able to, like, you don't even need a gun. You just, like, shoot fireballs from your fists, and that would be a fun ability to have. So, Kelsey, you didn't say, who would you give uh, super fire powers to? I'm not sure. Because um, all the games I like to play, like, they're oftentimes, like, in space or Nintendo. <laughs> so, like... Fire. fire Nintendo does not fire, allow fire. Fire doesn't no. work in space. <laughs> well, like, you know what I mean? Like, heat. It's like, I didn't really, I don't know. And then I was like, oh, it'd be funny if Squirtle had that, but then it would just be vapor. Like, I just, I couldn't come up with a good idea. And, like, even other, like, fantasy games, like, if they would have fire, will they just be the magical characters? Like, I really couldn't. I was just like, ugh, I'm at a loss here. Couldn't, and then I'm like, oh, Bowser, but he, but he is. So like, <laughs> I just you can I have, you can have okay. fire that's on fire. <laughs> I guess maybe like, um, I would dream daddy. One of them has Wait, fire powers. What? What do you? What do you want the, the daddy to do with fire? Like what? He he heats up the bedroom. <laughs> but. I like it. I approve, Kelsey. He heats up the bedroom, Hugh. Don't ask questions. <laughs> but with fire... It's, he can control a, it! That's a health and safety risk. Yeah, it, it, it's risky. Well, I mean, risky. some people like, in the bedroom, they like to play with like candles and hot wax, so he would just be able to like easily control things and with do a it finger. just right. Bing. There you go. Hmm. And just imagining like loads of like like hideously burnt dads running around in this video game. It's like, so you've been dating him too. Yes. <laughs> it would be so funny. Come on. I'm so sore <laughs> from from the flames. I mean, um, so this one's quite a fun one. Um, this is from Sam. What is your dream character to cosplay? if you wouldn't have to make the costume yourself or pay for it. So, Sam, you've obviously... I'm, I'm hoping that you've got an idea of this because you asked. I've kind of got a cheat because um, I, I hate Halloween. I hate costumes. I hate making things. It's always just been like, blah. But I have this friend who used to always have a Halloween party every year, and I'd have to do a costume. So one year I figured it out. And I was uh, the merchant from Resident Evil 4. And it is like my all time favorite thing ever in the history of the world. So I had this trench coat with Velcro on the inside and I got like toy guns. So I had lots of gun selection. I went through and I studied all of the ammo boxes that are in the game. And then I got in Photoshop and I recreated these ammo boxes. And I used little like muffin boxes and wrapped them in the ammo wrapper. Uh, I made a little health spray can out of just like Pam cooking spray. So I had like everything ready. It was all perfect. And that was just like, I don't know, that's my end all be all costume. It made me so happy. And that is like what I would always be given the choice. So. That would be pretty damn cool. Yep. 
Yeah. I would like to see that. As a one of those pictures or it didn't happen type things. I'm sure we have pictures of it. So. <laughs> Kelsey, what's Okay, so I don't have to make it and I don't have to buy it. Correct. Okay, Diva in a mecha suit. Like hundred and twenty five thousand percent I would do that. <laughs> correct. Correct. A, a functioning one. Like it's not my feet going. It's I'm pressing the gas and the gas yeah. is going. I mean, if I didn't think it would be visually abhorrent to people's eyes to see me in that her um like spandex suit i would say the same although i suppose i could get like one of those like dance belts to kind of like contour things but then you know i i just don't like think those, I've got... like you could get like a nascar uh those nascar driver suits yeah yeah it's true if you're, if you're I mean, the amount of the amount of times I've walked around conventions and just been gone, just go walking around going, dude, I can I can basically see your balls. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um, I was wandering around <laughs> um, Lauren Colleagues, who's um, like a, a friend of the show, and we were walking around NYCC. <clears throat> and there was this guy who had like this amazing Spider-Man suit on. I don't know whether it was bought or whether he made it, but the detail on it was really cool. And it was like a really like, um, kind of like movie accurate sort of like texture to the outfit. But he obviously didn't have anything to sort of shape <laughs> his bits. So you could just basically, he might as well just have had a window there because you could just make it all out. And it was just like, Oh, that's 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 nasty. Um, so she was like, "Why just put a dance belt on for God's sake?" <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my one, like, I would love to like cosplay as like a hunter from um, from Destiny. That would be really cool. Um, and I would probably go with like I'd love to have like the gun, like the golden gun, like on my hip um maybe like a galahorn on my back and then just like run around with like a cool like pulse rifle or something because like the guns and the armor in that game look freaking awesome um and i would probably have a badass cape with like the future war cult logo on it because future war cult is the fucking best um agreed mainly because their logo is awesome and you get like really cool like retros 80 looking like a gear from them so okay, but also mainly because lakshi lakshmi is awesome and they've got their own little room where they hang out in like all the other faction leaders are just like hanging out in the middle of places like yeah. with nothing special going on but future war cult has their own room and it's awesome yeah. so. they've got like a they basically got a fucking internet cafe yeah in the tower and she's just sat there like in some like really moody lighting with her like sexy croaky voice yeah just like yeah you know if i was a robot me and you lady <laughs> so but yeah the future world cup for the win um so let's kelsey your friend says if i eat one egg per day will become a hen Like, if anyone was wondering why, 
things that I tweet randomly. <laughs> this is my <Nice>. friend. <laughs> this is that we we share regularly via the Talking Games um, Twitter with the hashtag Kelsey tweets. So people are probably aware. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know right, so what to answer, answer Kelsey. There, there, is, there needs to be an answer. Yeah, she becomes the head. I feel like it's the... It's kind of like the evolutionary question of... Um, you know, it is the, the... What came first, the chicken or the egg type thing. Um, so That has nothing to do with humans turning into hens, Hugh. Ah, but the egg always comes first. <laughs> That's not the question. <laughs> Here it is. She's got to eat the eggs to become a hen. So the egg has to come first. Jeez. Hey. So what else? Uh, I would basically assume that Kelsey, your friends are egg enthusiasts. Um, of course. I feel like this as, person, as are most Canadians. I feel like <laughs> your friend needs to get back in touch and like I'm open to discussion like I love I love eggs so does she prefer like fried scrambled does she like a good omelette I will ask her right now Wicked okay <laughs> tell us to follow me on on Twitter and we'll we'll talk about some eggs so um I I I hope that we've um adequately covered um her question and if she feels like she's got an egg related um, problem then please speak to somebody and get professional help um but you can't you can't really eat too many eggs um i think anyway um so cody says what is the most fucked up thing you've done to play a video game did you skip out on a date to get a few more hours into a game i'm guessing the second half of that question cody is maybe you speaking from experience? Actually, I, I have a little detail on this question that uh, Cody told me it, it was okay for me to share on air. So basically his actual example of a, a fucked up situation is one time he and his sister were playing Pokemon Go and it just so happened that there was this cemetery that had like four Pokestops in it. I don't even know how that game works, but there was stuff. So there were like a ton of Pokemon to be caught. And so they were just like driving around this cemetery catching Pokemon. And then when they got done, they were like, I, this feels bad. We, sh we should never do this again. So that was his experience of, uh, of what he's done for a video game. I think the more fucked up thing was the fact that he was playing Pokemon Go and driving whilst playing it that's completely against oh my god i didn't even think about that i that owe him is, another lecture this is that ridiculous is, that is cody you really need to reevaluate your approach to life like, they even if tell you at the beginning if are you the driver or the passenger let's give him the benefit of the doubt he was with his sister hopefully his sister had the phones and was handling it while he was driving because well, I mean, he is responsible he should know also, better and also the movement in the game like doing that like it's cheating like you're you the game thinks you're going <laughs> further because you're in a car I, like i can imagine just cruising around at like five miles an hour just like okay wait yeah it's registered and we're moving like just climb over the fence into the into the cemetery it's fine like they're all dead 
it doesn't matter. It's fine. Just don't step on any wow. of the graves. They won't come back to life and haunt you and eat your soul. Um, and everything will be fine. Just don't, don't. Like desecrating a grave is less of a crime than cheating at a video game. Wow. Let's just put it wow. That way. Spoken from Hugh. Let, let that <laughs> go down in history. Wow. I have never desecrated a grave. Let's, let's just say But have that. you cheated on a video game? No. I'm, I don't know that I believe you. Never, no. ever, ever. No. Well, not, not to the extent of like driving whilst playing Pokemon Go. That's abhorrent. Like that's that's exploiting. Like I've done. Like everybody's done up, up, down, down, so on and so forth. Well, that counts as a cheat. So you have cheated at video games. So it's in, it's in the game. It's in the game. It doesn't count. Hey, man. It's there to be used. I, I I've Does... never played Pokemon Go, but I assume it's there to be used in any way you can. So let's uh. <laughs> All right, let's answer this question. So, guys, have you ever done anything horrible to play a video game? Um, I've spent way too much money. I think that's that's the main one. Um, nothing really. I mean, I don't think what Cody did is particularly like fucked up, really. Um, no, I can't really think of anything other than just sort of go in. Like earlier this year, I kind of went to myself. I really need a gaming PC to play PUBG on. And then a few days later, I was like nearly 700 pounds <laughs> poorer um, and then built it. And uh, yeah, so, you know, I think the most fucked up thing is my stupidity and lack of restraint. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly. <laughs> so, Kelsey. Um, I don't know. Nothing really too crazy. I mean, last year I was playing this, like, dating, like, love simulator with, like, anime boys. And they were persistent. They texted me all day long and called me. <laughs> and if you don't answer them, they get angry. And then you can't fall in love. So I'd be at work and my phone is ringing, but it's the game. And I have to listen to what he's saying to me. That sounds like the most horrible game ever. That was a horrible idea to play that game. I was going to say, it, sound, it sounds fairly life accurate to what boys are like to me. Good God. <laughs> and I wanted a specific boy, okay? And he was hard to get. And you, those moments were cherished. And so the game was always on. I had to answer. I'm like, oh my gosh, he texted me. I need to like answer him right away and pick an answer. But then, of course, you have to read the whole entire conversation that comes after that. But you answer the correct answer. So he's like, wow, she cares about me. So I was very devoted to this game. And I had it on at all times. And I was always playing with it. And occasionally, this was at work. So I don't know if that's bad. Um, that's I, really bad. I, I cared a lot. Bad. I cared yeah. a lot about it. It's kind of like that episode of The Simpsons where Lisa gets addicted to that phone line. And it's like, here are some names that rhyme with Corey. Glory. Haven't you seen that one? Where she wraps <laughs> yeah, up like yeah. a massive phone bill <laughs> yeah. phoning up like the, that guy's phone line. I feel like it's kind of like a real life equivalent to that. So. <laughs> also remind me to block your number, Kelsey. <laughs> Why? I answer the phone calls. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't call yeah. them. That that you play hard to get, Hugh. 
Okay. okay. Well, I don't know. That's why the See, game was we've hard. Already established they were that hard. I'm, yeah. Uh, we've already established earlier in the show that I'm not very good at these things. <laughs> That's probably why I'm the only person ever to see the game over screen in Dream Daddy. Wait, I didn't. I, that that was joking. I still haven't finished it. I need to. Um... No, I. Yeah, me too. There's quite a few games I need to finish, but it's it's going to be a busy end of the year with things like Mario and Battlefront Two. And oh god, Battlefront Two. I'm so excited. I'm so yeah. excited. Oh, you get you're getting Battlefront 2, Kelsey? Oh me and yeah, girl. 100%, 100%. We're gonna have us a, a Star Wars party. Wait, are Justin. you are you still getting Destiny 2, Kelsey? Or are you just gonna skip that and go straight to Battlefront? <laughs> just ask Uh I wanted to get it, so like I don't But I Star know, Wars like, Matters More is the correct answer. Star Wars matters more to me always. Yes. But the thing is, is that I already don't um, enjoy like first-person shooters or like shooters as it is in general. Yeah. Um, Overwatch won my heart. Destiny looks fun, and I and I, every time I see the commercial, I'm like, oh man, it looks so fun. And I keep forgetting to go get it. But it's so expensive, and I'm like, oh, the Star Wars Battlefront's coming out. Just and like, wait. I want oh, and I want to play. True. Like, it's I want to join you guys. I want to be like, yeah, I love Destiny. I'm a part of this this clan. Like I wanna I wanna do those things and I read the conversations and I and I try to follow and I can't. And I and I wanna what? be a part of it. <laughs> How it's gonna go, Kelsey, is that there will come a time maybe, you know, six months down the line we're all feeling a bit jaded on Destiny. And Destiny'll go into sale, you'll buy it. We'll all start playing with you, and you'll reinvigorate the game for us, and you'll rescue Destiny too. That's me predicting. I hope. I hope. So we'll see. That's that's my my motivational speaking <laughs> for today. Um, right. Okay. Let's have a look. This one greatly amuses me, um, and this is a question for Sam from Ms. Holly. And she says, I would like Samantha Suvak using the full name. So it's a very sort of like, you know, motherly tone about this. It was a Facebook tag. That's just how it puts it. I would like Samantha Suvak to explain her bread to bribery ratio. For example, how many pumpkin, banana and apple breads would it take for her to do a video of her playing Katamari Damacy? What about worms? Could that be done for an orange loaf, or are we talking full poppy, full lemon poppy seed here? And everyone should talk about what their bribery collateral of choice is. Um, so I'll basically start with what my bribery choice is. It's along a very similar line. If you basically want to get to my heart, feed me. Um, just cake. Just anything. Cake, pizza, um, a bag of chips from my local chippy, um, some nice sushi, um, and I'll basically be putty in your hands. And bread is all, bread is also a winner. I love, I love bread. Bread's great. Like, bread is yep. like, you know, the one of the most versatile foodstuffs there is. So, you know, who doesn't love a good sandwich? And also 
pumpkin, banana and apple bread sounds amazing. So essentially, I would like to meet this person and somehow get into their good books so they will make me bread because it sounds like they're offering. Yes. So, yes. Kelsey, what, how, do, how do people bribe you? Uh, this is very uh, Montreal Canadian. Um, but the way to my heart is through a smoked meat poutine. And if I need to explain this, your life is wrong. Uh, <laughs> I can say that. F- yeah. Do you, do you know what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A poutine? Like, do I, should I explain it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if you wanted like, to explain it, I think of course, it would be fine. I'm not asking personally, to. but I mean, if you wanted to explain <laughs> I mean, it, I'm sure say, listeners would like to hear it. Say there were for some Philistines listening to us who don't <laughs> understand what it is. Please, please enlighten okay. them. Okay, here, listen up, guys. Basically, it's some fries or chips for uh, the UK. Some fries, some gravy, okay? Then Quebec cheese curds. The only way to do it, all these other places, they're wrong. They put shredded cheddar. What the hell is that? Quebec cheese curds. They're squeaky and they make a noise in your mouth and it's fun. Then you put the smoked meat on top. And it's roasted, it's smoked, and it has spices on it. And then you put it all together, you put some mustard. Supper's ready. That sounds pretty fantastic. It really is. It's also, so good. I always say poutine, so. Okay, Maybe. well, it's poutine. You're wrong. Learn, learn how to say it, please. Okay, I wasn't. I wasn't saying you were wrong. I think I don't think I'm <laughs> particularly well placed to correct you on this. Um, you know, seeing as how it's kind of like your native dish. <laughs> Next, you'll be like saying it's called. It's pronounced like maple syrup. As a <laughs> and my no, whole life. No, just be... don't be that. Don't be silly. That's just saying yeah, syrup. Come ridiculous. on. <laughs> So, um, let, let's get to the crux of the issue here, Sam. All right. Let me state for the record. Um, Holly made me some banana bread not too long ago, just because she watched my Sam Seduces episode where I was talking about Matt's banana bread and how much I wanted banana bread. So, I mean, she's a true friend right there. And I also kind of feel like I owe her, like, I need to finish Dream Daddy. She wants me to finish it. So because of that bread that I've already received, like, I still need to get on the ball and and finish that series. Um, So I've got that to do first. Then bread isn't the issue. I've got an issue because Katamari Damacy, whatever that name is, um, I looked it up. It's only on PS3. I can't make videos for my PS3 right now. I have to get a capture card or do something, so I'm going to have to work that out. And I mean, like, no amount of bread is going to help that situation. Um, I mean, I wouldn't turn down a loaf of any of those breads for for a Worms video. Like, I mean, it just so happens that I have Worms purchased on PS4 and it's just waiting to go. So, like, any type of bread could get that video pumped out pretty quick. So that, that's all there is to it. I mean, I didn't, I'm going to say, I didn't know that lemon poppy seed was even an option, but like now my eyes are what? wide. I'm just like, oh boy, that would be yep. fantastic. All right. Well, so good. you know, 
Some someone feed Sam up so we can get some worms videos on the go. Yeah. I mean, I, funnily enough, my brother-in-law picked up that for his PS4 recently, and I was like, hmm, I really used to enjoy playing worms. Uh, I'm quite tempted by it. Um, but... Let me tell you which one I've got. I'll look it up, and then maybe you'll get it and come play it with me, and we'll make a video together. Yeah, that's so yeah. Um, I would make a video of me eating bread and share it with you since, I mean, bread probably wouldn't make the mail over there to you. Probably not, no. Well, it might, but it might be a bit... I might break my teeth on it by the time it gets here. Yeah, yeah. But, right, okay. Let's finish with the traditional... Fuck Mary Kill, which this week, um, Kelsey kind of like stood to one side on, um, because we have a Pokemon based question. Let me just find it. There it is. And this is from our good friend Megan, or if you know her well enough, Megs. 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 Um, I'm not I'm not even I'm not gonna that's like an in joke. Um if you were there it was hilarious and I was. Um I wasn't okay. there, but it's still hilarious. It it was uh, I'll, I'll tell a story. Basically we were in, in the lobby before a game of PUBG and we were playing squads and we had like it was me, Bobby, Megs and this random dude. And like I never speak to randomers in games because I just don't it just makes me anxious. And the, but we could hear him. Um, so he was like, Hey, any of you guys got uh, microphones? I mean, I was just like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not speaking to him. I don't want to speak to him. And Megs was like, No, nah, I'm not either. So we were just quiet. And he was like, <laughs> he was, And just for some reason, this guy was just like, Megs, have you got a microphone? <laughs> Megs, Megs. <laughs> Megs, 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 and just kept on going, and we were all just like <laughs> absolutely like I was in stitches, um, and I I think I, if I remember I ended up dying because I was still laughing when the game started. <laughs> um, so anyway, <laughs> fuck Mary Kill is Charmander, Squirtle. And Bulbasaur. So, um, let's go to the. I feel like Kelsey is the is the alpha Pokemon fan among us all. So let's start with with you, Kelsey. Okay, killing Bulbasaur. Sorry, Cody. Sorry. Oof. I am fucking Squirtle for obvious reasons, and he has to have his. Wait, wait, wait! I. What are the obvious reasons? He's water. He's wet. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm not familiar with Pokemon. I didn't I didn't know. And he has to wear his Squirtle Squad glasses because he used to be the leader of the Squirtle Squad. So yeah, they're really angular, on. though, so just be careful. And then I am obviously going to marry my one true love, Charmander. I love him so much. And those are my choices. In a heartbeat. I didn't even think about this. I that's it. I love them so much. Yeah. Charmander I, and Squirtle. 
me and you are in agreement for much the same reasons. And I, I'm finding this is a recurring theme, which is worrying. More for you than anything, <laughs> that your mindset is similar to mine. And ain't nobody got time for that. Um, yeah, Bulbasaur is just a bit... Uh, like I can imagine him be just being a bit slow and boring. Um, Squirtle, like you say, uh, with my depraved mind, I did think, hmm, wet. Um, and as you say, Charmander, a little cutie. Like, who wouldn't want to spend the rest of your life looking at that little bundle of joy in the corner? Um, and you don't need to give him firepowers. So there is exactly. that. He comes preloaded. So there's that. Sam's just shaking her head in that. I feel like, is there a lecture coming, Sam? Lecturous. There, I mean, there's no lecture. I'm just personally for me. So I, again, I didn't know who any of these characters were. I'd heard of Squirtle, but like I didn't know any of them. Um, so someone posted a picture on Twitter for me and all of them are just these adorable little creatures with these amazingly little eyes that just like look at you and they're just the sweetest things that I've ever seen. Um, murder one. So murder one I, right now. This is Trump. This is really traumatic, you guys. I can't. I mean, I kill them. There all. comes a time in your life when you have to take a stand for something, and I mean, this is it. I I refuse to play this round. I you are I, out. You are I mean, out of the game. If I get stuck the podcast, thought, it's fine. I thought Sam but was going to be like, I, I'm going to bang them all. I cannot kill one of those creatures. Like, if it was just, I mean, if I had my way, just call polygamy and marry all of them and i would just snuggle them up and keep them with me um if i had to fuck one i could handle that but i cannot kill one of those i'm just i'm not gonna do it and i mean that, that's it i can't i'm sorry i'm gonna read verbatim our um twitter exchange on this um because it's quite funny um sam said oh my god they all look like babies i'm going to have i have to fuck one and kill another this is fucked up. Um, and my response was, I think we need to discuss your grasp on what's real and what's cartoon pocket monsters who are kept captive in baseballs that are houses. They're fucking adorable. You can't deny that. I cannot kill something that adorable. <laughs> like, have you ever played Whack-A-Mole? Like, They're not adorable. Things- they, they don't have, have those they... little Pokemon eyes that were looking at me, just he, wanting no, to be loved. No, Pokemon eyes are cute, like that shiny gloss. Like, they... and I've yeah, never even played I'm... a Pokemon game until this Pokemon tournament I just did. But like this... these guys, they're just they're just too cute. They're just standard, like big anime eyes. Like that's how I cannot help it. Exactly. Cute. In anime, like all creatures have those big eyes with like that little glint in them. It's just just how it works. Yeah. Even, like, Yagami Light has that sometimes, and he's a fucking psycho. So. Can I uh, add something? You may. Sorry, this is unrelated. I just wanted to let you know that Stephanie's favorite type of egg is poached. So oh, take, cool. do what you will with that information. I do like a, a poached egg in a bagel is very nice. With a little bit of hot pepper sauce. But the yolk's got to be runny. <laughs> you got to have a runny yolk. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> I do like a good a good hard boiled egg with oh, a boiled egg with a runny yolk and some like toasted bread soldiers. Yum. Yum yum yum. That's comfort food as its finest. So on that egg related revelation, 
I think we'll leave it there for this week. This has been Talking Games episode 165. Um, you can find us on youtube.com slash talking games videos. Um, Sam, you've got a few new um, series and videos. Yes. Uh, tell, tell us about them. And I, I'm super excited about both of them. So um, on Friday, uh, Cody and I launched our new series, Two Guardians, a Gaul, and the Traveler. And this is a playthrough of Destiny, but we are role playing our characters and we have to stay in character the whole time. Um, it's been a bit of a challenge this, oh, this that's last. That's so fun! It is. It's a lot of fun. Oh my god! The this episode that's going to come out on Friday, we had a really tough time. Um, I I had a lot of trouble with my jumps. Um, so I mean, we were trying not to just crack up completely because I could not make it past this spot. Cody had to mute his microphone a few times because he was just losing it. Um, but we stayed in character, and I mean, we're gonna we're gonna stick it out. We're gonna do it. Um, so this one I'm excited about this week's episode, and then next week we've got something big going on. I can't wait to uh, show you guys that one. So that's coming. And then I actually just started uh, a new series with Sarah, who is at Geek Country Lady on Twitter. And you may have heard her on the Talking Comics podcast before. And she's just one of our buddies on, on Twitter. And so we decided it would be fun because she's she has a lovely British voice and she wanted to do some voiceovers for videos. So I said, hey, do some on my video game footage. And she was like, hey, yeah, let's do that. So we, we started this and we decided it would be fun if I tried to get horror games and try to like freak her out and or disgust her with the games I pick. So she has no idea uh, what game it's going to be until she pushes play and starts recording her voiceover. So it's like the first run and just her reactions to stuff. And it's a lot of fun. So the first episode came out Tuesday and uh, we've got some some good stuff coming for you. I'm, I'm just getting really excited. I'm like making stuff for her and I'm just like chuckling to myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to get a really good on this one. So. Uh, so, yeah, I'm having a blast with that. That's going to run through October because it's, you know, the horror theme. And uh, we'll run and have like the, the big finale episode of that uh, on Halloween. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sarah's lovely. She's um, fantastic. I've gotten very drunk with Sarah. She came and visited me in Cardiff once, and it was, um, yeah, it was very, very uh, drink-heavy night that night. <laughs> I was not well the next day. So, yes, you can find us also on twitch.tv slash talkinggames. You can email us at games at talkingcomicbook.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash talkinggamespc. And you can find us on Twitter at talking underscore games. Um, we're also not too far away, probably around about four or five weeks away from um, Extra Life. Um, you can join us if you want. If you're signing up to take part in um, Extra Life, just search for when it asks if you're going to be an individual or part of a team, um, you just select as a team um, and you you can just search for Talking Comics and you'll find us on there. Bobby's our team leader. Um, people can still donate directly to you. So you set yourself a personal goal. Like my personal goal is $500 um, and I'm currently on 120 Thank you for the $50, Sam. Um, hey, Hugh, go ahead and tell everyone what happens if if you hit $500. Oh, yeah. Um, 
yeah, that's incentive. Or not, as it might be. Um, <laughs> depends on your fetish, I suppose. Um, so basically, if I hit my $500 um, target, I will wear my Stormtrooper onesie for when we record a podcast. Um, you can donate, like, I think donations you can make even when, like, past the sort of big day where everybody streams. Um, so if at any point I hit my $500 goal before they stop taking donations for this year, then I will wear my Stormtrooper onesie for the live stream of the podcast. Basically because Sam is jonesing to see it. I really um, want to see it, you guys. And I suppose maybe if I hit sort of like 10-15% past my goal, maybe I'll podcast in my Spider-Man onesie as Oh my, well. this is exciting. Um, I didn't even know that was an option. And if I double it, I'll podcast naked. Um, <laughs> All right, guys, guys, don't don't give him too much. Though. Just just give him a little. We don't we don't need to go too yeah. far here. Yeah, well, you know, I, I want people to be sensible, so that's why I said it. Um, so yeah, try and keep it around a five hundred dollar mark for um, the sake of good taste. Um, so I think pretty much you can go on extralife.com and just search us by name. So you can search for talking games, and you'll find our roster, and you can just pick somebody who you want to donate. Is, the, is it the team? Is the team talking games or talking comics? Talking comics. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Search for talking comics on there, and you will find us. Um, so that's it. Um, you can find me on Twitter at h underscore paz. Kelsey. Kelsamus. K e l s s a m u s. And Sam. At s k s u v a k. Lovely. Okay. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you, you. And thank you to all of you. Until next time, be good to one another.